Sports powered by the BetMGM app and apparently owned by the BetMGM app of, of based off of Zach and I's bets of the weekend. Uh, make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's OnDemandSports.network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show on our Twitter timeline at it is Sports. Also follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans coverage there. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you guys like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans that's better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, call them for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600. So, Zach. I, I'm sorry, I got to call a timeout real quick because this, this particular chat member has been saying this BS, spewing this BS for way too long, and I'm going to nip this in the bud, all right? Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones has been yelling from the top of the damn rafters that the NFL is scripted. Mr. Jones, you're an idiot. You're just stupid, and I'll tell you why. If the NFL was scripted, they would have the Buffalo Bills win the Super Bowl based on the DeMar Hanlon situation. They would not have the San Francisco 49ers of Brock Purdy go to the Super Bowl. They would have the Dallas Cowboys go, okay? Dallas Cowboys versus the Eagles. Sign me up for every TV rating number you want. So, look, uh, sometimes I'm nice, sometimes I'm me. Mr. Jones, you're an idiot. Stop spewing this rhetoric that is just false. And so I just proved why you were wrong. It's not scripted, or or the script would have changed. It doesn't make logical sense. So now we can get on with our program. Yes. Uh, so, you know, with that script that the NFL has, they had uh, Mr. Irrelevant advance to the NFC Championship game and only scoring 19 points. But anyway, 19 to 12 was the Niners over the Cowboys uh, on Sunday evening. And then the Bengals walloped the Bills uh, on Sunday afternoon. The Eagles just destroyed the Giants. And then the Chiefs with an injured Patrick Mahomes, the first time an NFL quarterback has come back from a sprained ankle uh, and playing the same game since Ben Roethlisberger, according to Rich Eisen, uh, uh, came back and was able to beat the Jags by seven on Saturday. So I think it's, you know, that sets up for a great Sunday championship weekend with four high-powered teams with good offenses, good quarterbacks, and really good coaching and strong defenses. But Zach, Rand Carthon had his introductory press conference as new Titans GM on Friday. And something that we've been talking about for years, years now, is the Titans' offensive philosophy. How far can the Titans go with their offense centered around number 22, King Derrick Henry, and what he's been able to accomplish as a running back? And so, Rand Carthon was asked, can the Titans win a championship with a run-first mentality. Here's how Carthon answered that question. You, you played running back. Your dad was one of the best running back coaches and offensive coordinator. Do you think a team can win a Super Bowl in today's NFL built around a running back? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I joke and I say, you know, it's cute to play, you know, Golden State Warriors football on, you know, October, September. But when those conditions change, and you can't throw the ball up and down the yard, you better be able to run it. 
and you better be able to defend it. And I think if you look at the teams that are in the playoffs that are still playing at this at this stage, everybody's able to run the ball. So I think, you know, that you can win championships that way. So you can win championships that way when you run the football. And Zach, when you look at the teams who won on Saturday and Sunday, all four teams ran the ball. The least amount of rushing yards in a winning effort on the over the weekend was the 49ers who ran for 113 yards. Uh, Kansas City, who you know get has the the reputation of throwing for 400 yards every day, ran for 144. The Eagles went bonkers with 200 plus rushing yards on the Giants, and then the Bengals dominated that game with 172 on the ground. So, Zach, what was your initial reaction uh, to Rand Carthon's answer there? Well, I'll be honest, my first reaction is kind of like Tyler's. Well, you know what? What wasn't mentioned is the Golden State Warriors have four championships. Well, but, yeah, but there's basketball, uh, basketball versus football, right? Like that's, if you want, if he wants to bring it up, though, I mean, those are the facts. That that yeah. was my first reaction. Is you know the, the Titans don't have you know anybody close to you know Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green no. in the sense of how they have been organized. Now, Derrick Henry is a figure that is close to one of those three players, right? But they don't have from top to bottom. And look, I think conceptually, I have never once said that you can win a championship, you know, without running the football, you have to be able to run the football. But I think the real true question is, can that be your center focal point of what you are as an identity? You know, what was not said, and if you look around, the Philadelphia Eagles throw the ball all over the yard. They have the ability. Jalen Hurts all season long has gotten A.J. Brown and Dallas Goddard and Devontae Smith involved to score touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes is the same way with him throwing the football. You know, the 49ers also have Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield. Now, the 49ers are unique, and that's where Rand Carthon mm -hmm. comes from, is they are built centered around a closer philosophy of what the Titans want to do. The right. Titans just don't have the talent. The Titans don't have a Debo Samuel. They don't have a George Kittle. They, a Kittle. they don't have a Trent Williams. They don't have a Christian McCaffrey. They don't have a Nick Bosa either. So all you cannot compare those two teams when fundamentally the Titans can't keep up. And you look at the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals, got up on that game by throwing it's, the ball to Jamar yeah. Chase, right? Well, and the, 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 play, the plays that were made by the wide receivers and obviously Joe Burrow, so quarterback-driven. So there is there is a big difference in this conversation that I do think has to be separated because how the Titans have been playing doesn't work. Well, I think we all, Zach, and you bring up the lack of talent the Titans have. That's the reason why Rand Carthon has the new job, right? Like, we understand that. I think, and Rand Carthon was also asked, uh, you know, what this team would be built like if it was a perfect world, right? And maybe we'll get to that clip later on throughout the week. So we, we understand that the Titans have issues with their personnel, with their scheming, with their play calling when it comes to offense, and offensive philosophy. But when you look at the philosophy from that standpoint, yes, you have to go get big time talent that can run that philosophy. But the offensive philosophy, I think, isn't the overall problem uh, with the Tennessee Titans. I think it's how it's executed and how it's 
developed with the details and the play caller and the, and the limitations from the play caller and the personnel. So, you know, look, let's go ahead and dive into this because I want to get more people involved here from the chat because I, I think there are a lot of, Zach, you brought up a lot of good points. Uh, I've got a lot of good points on this and I'm sure the chat does too. So we're just going to ask this question to get you guys more involved. Can the Titans win a Super Bowl with a run first mentality? Can the Titans win a Super Bowl with a run first mentality? And we'll play that clip again from Rand Carthon here in a second. But I'm going to tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, that's where you need to turn. Franklin, Tennessee also have clinics in Brentwood, Nolensville, and Thompson Station to make it easy on you because whenever you get hurt, it sucks. It's an inconvenience. It just messes everything up. And so you need something that is convenient and can help you out to get back to health. And the Bone and Joint Institute can absolutely do that. Happened uh, with me this past summer. Uh, I've been there before for my shoulder, for my knee, whatever it happens. Injuries happen in life just like football. Boneandjointtn.org is where to go. Izzy Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. And BetMGM, we ride and die with, with BetMGM. Even if we died over the weekend, we're riding with them this week. And the cool part is, is that they're riding with the Nashville Predators, the official sports book of the Nashville Predators. We are proud and have been over the last several years to be partnered with BetMGM. They, today, and this is pretty cool for the NHL, one-game parlay insurance up to $25 back on four-plus legs. If one of your parlay uh, legs fall short, you get that insurance. So that's BetMGM. Download the app today. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. All one word right there in the promo code, t- promo code tab for new users. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Monday. Um, we asked the question, uh, Zach, I'm going to have you go to the chat here in a second. Can the Titans win a Super Bowl with a run-first mentality? But let's hear again from new Titans GM Rand Carthon when asked that question uh, oh, on Friday in his intro press conference. You, you play running back. Your dad was one of the best running back coaches and offensive coordinator. Do you think a team can win a Super Bowl in today's NFL built around a running back? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I joke and I say, you know, it's cute to play, you know, Golden State Warriors football on, you know, October, September. But when those conditions change and you can't throw the ball up and down the yard, you better be able to run it and you better be able to defend it. And I think if you look at the teams that are in the playoffs that are still playing at this at this stage, everybody's able to run the ball. So I think, you know, that you can win championships that way. There's Rand Carthon asked, can the Titans win or can any NFL team win a Super Bowl built around a running back? So that's that question. But our question today, can the Titans win a Super Bowl with a run first mentality, which is what which they is have. two different things, right? Two, oh, and that's why I brought that up. Two very different things, right? Because, you know, Zach, me and you, we've played this game. When's the last time a team won a Super Bowl with the offense built around a running back? And I think our answer is still Jamal Lewis with the Baltimore Ravens. Jerome Bettis. With, Were they uh, built around Jerome Bettis with Ben Roethlisberger? I mean, that was the end of his career. I mean, I mean that I, was, but that was also like the upbringing and the uh, just the you know bursting on the scenes of Fast Willie Parker, you know, that year too. So you had so you know I think if you want to say offensively built around a single running back, I want to say Jamal Lewis back in the. 
2001 Baltimore Ravens <laughs> that we knew was a defensive juggernaut team. Now, Mr. Jones, who was wrong early in the show, says Marshawn Lynch. I don't think they were really built around that. Sean Alexander never won a Super Bowl, got to one, didn't win it. Uh, Terrell Davis was before Jamal Lewis back in the late 90s. So there's all that, right? So so, so let's, again, that's that question. Our question is more of a you know broad situation. We don't want to single it out, though. But uh, can the Titans win a Super Bowl with a run-first mentality? So, Zach, I'll send you to the chat where there's been a lot of activity. Uh, Mikel says no. Darren says no. Um, no coming in there. Tighten up says no. Kick says no. Noah says hell no. Absolutely not from Jarrell. Shannon says yes. Mikey says no. Deshaun Washington says no. Stephen Henry, Titans man. John says yes, depending on matchups. Guy says yes. Sure can from Roy. Yes, sir, from Timothy. Can't believe says no. Run first, no from Glenn. Demario says yes. Jared says no. Needs to be a feature, not the focal. So that's a very good comment right there, I think, from Jared. Honky Tonk says no. Johnny says no. Denise says no. Kenny, yes, uh, with an offensive line. Boy. Michael says no. Major Key says yes, but have to uh, have throwing power as well. Zoe says no. Lane says no. Hell no from Wilbur. Eric says yes. I mean, we've got some different sprinkles of yeses, but the majority has been, you know, N-O when it comes to that. Clayton Smith says yes. Uh, big no coming in there. Yes with a good defense. So, and kick it, throw some lunch, but he says throwing the football like Golden State in September, October allows the defense to, to back off the box. Thus, in November, December, the holes open up more for King Henry. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, then Gar Gary yeah. two times comes in with a little lunchbox money and says, just like Rand press conference, uh, the Titans can win being run first, but the passing game has to be a collaboration, not like what we saw this year where it was very one-sided. Sure. Uh, and real quick, uh, Joey says Henry is 30 years old. No, he's not. He is 29, uh, and Derrick Henry will be 29 until week 18 of this upcoming 2023 season. So he will be 29 until the playoffs next year in that last week. So here's how I like, – obviously, you have to be able to throw the football in the NFL in the year 2023. There's no doubts about that. But can the Titans win a Super Bowl with a run-first mentality on offense? Yes. Yes, they can. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I now there is, I have a caveat to it. And again, like, I, I think we have to look at, I, I already mentioned this, but rushing yards of teams that won this past weekend, the chiefs, 144, Philly, 200 plus Cincinnati, 172 and San Francisco, 113. But San Francisco also outrushed the Cowboys by 40 yards, right? What so was the other difference in those games? What was the biggest difference in the, those games? 
Oh, turnovers. Uh, yeah, uh, opposing, it, it, opposing uh, turnovers. Zach, That's I, what it is. Zach, Zach Prescott, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence at the end. That that the fumble. That, you know, turnovers on offense right there. And yeah. Danny Dimes trying Obviously, to do yeah. not even playing and, correct. And so again, like Zach, I understand game scripts happen, and that's you know that's what we've talked about when the when it's been good for the Titans, it's been because you know the whole stat that I thought was ridiculous that people leaned on was, oh, the Titans are 13-0 when Derrick Henry runs for 100 yards in a game. Well, yeah, because they were up, and so they kept running the football, and, they, and he got volume stats. Like, yes, that's true, but you go back and you look at, like, even the Bengals yesterday, Zach, because you're right, they, the, the touchdown early to Jamar Chase from Burrow was a great play and a big deal. But Set Joe, the tone for the entire game. But Joe Mixon was also really good and effective running the football on that opening drive. He had a first down run of five yards. Then he had a first down run of 10 yards that created another first down. So it wasn't like the Bengals just ran for 170 yards after they got a 14-0 lead. They were effective running the ball early, and it helped them, and they were able to pound the Buffalo Bills in their own stadium in the snow. And so when you look at what the Eagles were doing, they got up early and they and they were able to run with a bunch of different guys, including the quarterback. And, you know, we know what that is. We know what the Niners have with McCaffrey, with Elijah Mitchell, who Rand Carthon had a great story about, and with also the do-it-all guy like Debo Samuel. And so I think the, the answer is yes. The Titans can win a Super Bowl with a run-first mentality but here's the issue. What I just named and am going off of the Bengals, the Eagles, and the Niners. Those teams have multiple running backs who can get it done. Mixon, Pirine, the Oklahoma duo. Then you've got the Eagles who've got like four guys, you know, if you include Jalen Hurts with Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and uh, with uh, now I just, uh, Kenny. I lost his last name, but who had a big game, Kenny Gainwell, who had a big game on Saturday night. And then the Niners, who you've got three guys who could run the football and be as dynamic as possible right there with the ball in their hands. So that's the problem. The problem isn't the mentality of the offensive philosophy. The problem is the fact that it's centered around one guy and they've never had that counterpunch uh, with to Derrick Henry to go along with it. Andre's getting the love of the show because this is what I would have uh, would come back to everything okay. that you said. My answer is with the chat. My answer has always been no, and it continuously is no. But Andre brings up this. All those teams that you said have a legit passing threat. And Austin, how you said those teams got up and they maintained and controlled? Yeah, the Titans win that way. But when they don't have the luxury of having a lead, they blow. They're not very good. They can't come back. They don't have the yeah. passing threat. They don't have the quarterback. They don't have the offensive. They don't have the structure or the mentality. It's not run first anymore when you're down by 10 points with 427 left to go in the clock and you only have two timeouts. That's the difference of why the answer is no. Because the last part of the question is win a Super Bowl. It's not to get back to where they've been. It's not to get to a divisional round. It's not to host a playoff game. It's to win a Super Bowl. And this is why you're wrong in what I think the chat is saying and what I am is saying is 
if if the game goes according to script, the Titans can win. Yeah. But the likeliness of you winning four games going according to script to win a Super Bowl is slim and none. It just doesn't happen in the playoffs. Like the, the Cowboys yesterday, that game did not go accordingly. They would have liked it to be a different type of game, but it wasn't. They couldn't stop the run. But the 49ers had the luxury of having the lead. They may not have that luxury when they go against the Philadelphia Eagles on the road in the link. That's why the answer is no. That is. You run first mentality to win a Super Bowl. The Titans have proven over the last several years. They had a dynamic offense, and they got down against the Ravens in 2020. And what happened? No, 2021? What happened? No, all right. I'll answer what happened, and we'll get deeper into this. So what – Again, we're going to continue to ask this question and we're going to read some more comments. I see Derickler over there on Twitch. So you can watch the show on Twitch, YouTube, and on Facebook. I'm going to read a comment from Derickler. Uh, but first, Zach, tell everybody, excuse me, about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan, health, dental, and vision, 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee has helped me. They've helped, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people across the state. And they can help you. All you have to do is go to fbhp.com slash A to Z. You take a quick health assessment. Then they give you a quote and you realize, wow, this is a lot better and less expensive than my previous health plan. And they've got plans for all types of people, whether it's you individually, maybe you're a young, young person that is not married. Maybe you're married with three kids. It doesn't matter. Farmer Health Plans has the plan for you. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z. Also, don't forget, you better download that BetMGM app. We love BetMGM, and we're looking forward to continuing our great partnership with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. And by the way, uh, BetMGM is invested in the state of Tennessee as the uh, official sportsbook partner of the National Predators, who, by the way, continue to play some pretty good hockey there at Bridgestone Arena. So you can check out all the great features when it comes to a wagering on the NHL and the Preds with different boosts. We talk about Light the Lamp Wednesdays coming up later this week. That's a lot of fun. And also the one-game parlay insurance with the NHL, just like the NBA. So you opt into that one-game parlay insurance with the NHL in your BetMGM app, and you get up to 25 bucks back in one-game parlay insurance when your NHL one-game parlay of four legs or more falls just one leg short with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Tennessee only, 21 or older. All promotions, subject qualification, eligible requirements, wars issued with knowledge for bets for credit. For bets expiring seven days. For problem game sport, called Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. Still baffled that I could do that, but I can't say the alphabet fast. So I'm going to go get to this uh, comment here from DeRickler. We're asking the question, can the Titans win a Super Bowl with a run-first mentality on offense? DeRickler on Twitch says, the question is about offensive philosophy, not whether this exact Titans team can win with a run-first mentality. And thank you. that Because that's what I say, is that the, the philosophy is not the problem. It's the, it's the play caller, it's the personnel, and the personnel is a very broad word here, right? Because that's the offensive line, that is the quarterback, that is the pass catchers, wide receivers, and tight ends. That is the addition of the running back when it comes to a pass protection uh, aspect of that job. So the, the personnel and the scheme with the play caller 
and what we've known has been a limited pass concept scheme has burned the Titans more often than not with Todd Downing as the offensive coordinator. The mentality of run first is not the problem. It's everything else. And so the hope is... It hasn't worked. Wrong. We had the example of them them having what you're talking about when their, their offense was dynamic. They had A.J. Brown... That was an unbelievable wide receiver. And Derrick Henry is a 2,000-yard rusher. Ryan Tannehill was playing the best football of his life. And they still could not do anything. They still could not win a Super Bowl. So as you've talked about, they had a good play caller. They had a run-first mentality. They had the talent. That's the example. And they fell short because they got into a situation that didn't suit them. The point is, when you get into a situation in the playoffs that doesn't suit run-first mentality, you lose. Other teams, they have the benefit of not having that run-first mindset, but being able to throw. This is a passing league. So I just gave you the example, I think. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not I think. It's just the example of to completely shut down that argument. So you've, we've you, seen it before. You're <laughs> one. You, so your example that you're that you're specifically pointing out is the AFC Wild Card game against the Baltimore Ravens in Nissan Stadium, and you know January of 2021, right? That run first mentality, good offensive line, dynamic wide receiving, and I would even uh, for that for that only time that mm-hmm. was Corey Davis's best year of his career. So they actually had two wide receivers that were serviceable. He could block downfield. And he wasn't dropping as many, even though in that game he was dropping passes. He wasn't dropping as many passes. And he was available. He wasn't hurt. So, there. Yeah, there. you just you just stated what well, they I, had actually, in that year. If you do remember, Corey Davis did get hurt in, in that game. And remember, it was the hip injury that nobody really knew what happened. He, Corey Davis disappeared. And yeah, that, disappeared from Tennessee after that. Yeah, well, yeah. We never knew what happened. And so, but I, so let's, again, like we have to remember the specifics of this game. And I know you do, Zach, because this, that's what you do well. You, they had you a run, run first mentality that game. Well, it, with everything think, that you just wanted. But I think that the problem that again, game scripts change and the Titans got exactly what they wanted with a 10, nothing first quarter lead. But again, and what I say about that game, the worst game performance, top two worst games for Arthur Smith as a Titans play caller. And it no one cares. Uh, No, but that's also the analysis, Zach. You can say no one cares, but I'm also pointing out what happened is that Arthur Smith was objectively bad in that game. He and, and I always point back to it. He had an interview for the head coaching job with the Jacksonville Jaguars three hours after that game was supposed to end. That, that did something to Arthur Smith. He was not mentally dialed in. He was not. There's no way. He was looking ahead. He was thinking ahead. It's the context of what happened that day. The Titans did what they were supposed to. And they had the run first mentality and then win a Super Bowl. You're talking about winning a Super Bowl, Austin. I think that, that that is the biggest part of this question. They couldn't even get past the first round hosting a game. Like You're giving all these examples. This question is a lot bigger than even this conversation. That's why the answer is no. They have to be able to throw the football at yes. any point in time. I'm, and all four of the remaining teams in the NFL can't. 
But I, the I think Titans cannot. I, I think look, this is not. I know social media is always a yes or no, a black or white situation, and there's no middle. There's a there's a right and there's a wrong. But I guess I am not saying with me answering the question, can the Titans win a Super Bowl with a run first mentality? I say yes. But that doesn't mean that I think they don't have to throw the football. Of course you have to throw the football. Of course you have to be able to be explosive in the passing game. But like I think that that becomes easier when you have a strong running game and you need a strong running game in the month of January to be able to get to to get to February. And so by like by me answering this answering this question this way, I don't think passing's not important. You absolutely have to throw the football. And the biggest problem the Titans have had is predictability with their pass game concepts. So there's two reasons why Rand Carthon's got the job here and they're hiring a new offensive coordinator is because the talent wasn't good enough from John Robinson over the years. It hit a ceiling in a wall at the same time. And it was ugly when it happened. And Todd Downing was a limited offensive play caller and a limited play designer. Those two things happened, and you've gotten seven and ten with a seven-game losing streak. That's how that works with bad coaching and, and bad designing and bad players. It's not going in- to win a Super Bowl. It could win a playoff game. It could win two playoff games. But Austin, eventually, yeah. you're going to run into a situation that is not beneficial for a run-first mentality team. That's the point. So that's why I say they need to change their philosophy. Derrick Henry's and Ryan Tannehill are both in the last year of their contract. Yeah. They need to start thinking about football differently. I don't mind the physical, smart identity of a team. I don't mind that because I do think that that helps you in certain situations. But they need to start hitching their wagon and taking a risk, and, so- and that's what it is, to better quarterback play to have that as their first mentality, not Derrick Henry. All right, so here, so Danny uh, tosses in some jackpot dollars. Which of the remaining teams are run first? If you want to win, you got to uh, go through them to win. So I I say, uh, and you see this, uh, Dom says the 49ers aren't a run-based team. Yeah, they are. Uh, Jason also says, are the Eagles a run-first team? Yes, like those, the two NFC championship teams are, are centered around their run game. Now, my overall point of the conversation, they are though, Zach. Like, they uh, can't, Zach, they, it's set up. To have the ability to and run first mentality is two different things. Zach. The Eagles are not run first. The Eagles have a very good offensive line. And the reason yeah. why the Eagles were, were running so much, Austin, and you got to watch the Eagles this year. They're pretty, I, have, I don't watch them I because have. I watched I, AJ My Brown. wife and my entire in-law family, massive so you Eagles would, So then you would know yes. that they the reason why they ran the ball so many times because they were up 20 something nothing I understand right? that but like but I still know what I still know how the the Eagles are an insanely balanced team and if you're balanced right now in the NFL that's pretty run heavy but the Eagles and the 49ers are really smart and creative with their run game and how their run game complements and sets up a lot of their pass game concepts and that's what the Eagles and the Niners both do now the the benefit for both those teams is they've got dudes, plural, at least minimum three, who can all get it done with on the ground with the ball in their hand. The Eagles have Sanders, Scott, 
and Gainwell, and the Niners have Debo McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. That's the difference. It's that it's it like I think when I say run first mentality, it's the modern run first mentality, not the Titans. Derrick Henry, I formation run first mentality when you run the ball 85% on first and 10. That's not the run first mentality that I think that I want. It's the modernized run first that has misdirection, deception, and explosive ability with different players involved. Not one guy running, you know, I formation uh, split zone left or whatever the hell they use. And, and, and Shannon's the, under center with Derek Henry in the eye, it, that that's an eye formation. Single Austin, back. Eye. Uh, I want to say this: the Philadelphia Eagles are not a run first team. Uh, they have Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts rushed for over seven hundred yards this year. The quarterback play is what they're centered around. So you're wrong in this. And I, again, you have to watch the Eagles to know that the the Jalen Hurts was the second leading rusher on their team. Like you, yeah, you're, you're talking how- the other two guys that you've mentioned, like ran for like less than 300 yards because they're multiple. Uh, no, like- I mean, these are facts. <laughs> I, I just don't think that you, you've the Eagles enough to know that Jalen Hurts is the center. That the run first that. mentality is not what we're talking about. You're talking about the quarterback play that has impacted their running game. But exactly. you're you're wrong on the Eagles. I, I you're fundamentally and statistically incorrect. Look at like go. I mean, you could sit there. Jalen Hurts is the X factor yeah. to their running game. I, I know that. And that's do, not, I mean, do you? Because yes, I mean, he's accounted for. I mean, he's outgained the other two backup running backs in uh, Scott and Gainwell. That's because Miles Sanders has 1,200 yards, averaging 4.9 a carry. Jay, look, they have four guys. That have carried the ball, you know, but, and throughout but it's the, the season. quarterback. That's the point. You don't get the benefit of being a run first team when you yeah. have a quarterback like that. That's why this won't work for the Titans. And, and Trez, Trey says, play to your players' strengths, not the identity of the scheme. I agree with that too. And but the Eagles and the Niners, Zach, both run the ball a ton compared to the rest of the NFL. They do because of Jalen Hurts, like the 49ers, I, we know that. But what about Joe Burrow and and the 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 Cincinnati Bengals? They do things differently. Yeah, the Titans aren't going to have to face the 49ers or the Eagles. You know, they have to go up against is Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, who in back to back years have been playing in AFC Championship again, like, games. I, Zach, I I feel like I, feel I just like don't. Know, I think my why I'm so adamant about this is because the word Super Bowl is because you are saying yes that they can win a Super Bowl by doing this. When time and time again, it's proven not only for the Titans, but around the league, that that's not how Super Bowls are won. I, I Here's the thing. It, what's, it is so hard to get a generational franchise quarterback. Is it not? Yes, it is difficult. It's yes. not easy. So I, I think it is, it is easier to be able to elevate a good, very good, not great quarterback when you have a strong running game, right? The quarterback can be elevated there who is not Joe Burrow, who is not Mahomes, who is not anybody else you want to add in that list. Josh Allen struggled with it. And, and the Bills that's, have- that's who you have to start centering your team around. That's my point. You're proving my point. Is it hard to go find them? Yes, it is. 
But the problem is the Titans have had Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill who have had low ceilings. You cannot center your offense around those guys. So you need to change it. You need to go away from Ryan. That's my point is run first mentality is based on Derrick Henry, who is a generational running back. We all know that. This is not how you win a Super Bowl. Win a Super Bowl. That's why the answer is no. I I don't think, at least me, with my answer of run first mentality, I am not speaking about just Derrick Henry. I think I've said it multiple times now throughout this show that my run first mentality answer of yes, you can, is with multiple dynamic runners, not one guy who leads you to be predictable. It's got to be dynamic. It's got to be multiple and explosive. And also, yes, you have to have a quarterback who can win you games and get you points when you absolutely have to have them. Just because I answer that doesn't mean I don't believe that too. Like quarterback is, yes, the most important position in team sports, but you still can win a Super Bowl with a run first mentality if it's the right type of philosophy and not just lean on Derrick Henry over 400 times in a season. I don't think that you can in this that's era fine. of football. That's fine. Uh, I, that's fine. I, if, and we can disagree. I, I think you can. I think you've got to be. I don't think the Titans can, right? Well, because, because we've, the we've Titans they've done quarterback. it. Well, yeah, but Derrick Henry's not getting younger. He may be 29 until week 18 of next season, but we saw a step back. And and also, we also, we don't know what kind of impact this past season had on Derrick Henry. Well, he's already working out. I don't know. He took two weeks off and he's back in the lab. He's a freak. Don't get me wrong. But like they rode him hard. And, you know, that could catch up with Derrick Henry in the next couple of years. Because of that. Last thing. Last thing, then we'll move on because Trey brings this up. He says, Brock Purdy is winning games because his situation is damn near perfect. Don't tell me Tannehill can't win a Super Bowl. Well, Brock Purdy hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. Like, let's, you know, he's still two wins away from that. So at some point, it's going to bite the Niners because they have Mr. Irrelevant playing quarterback as a rookie. Like, that's and, not his fault, but it, that's the situation. And Austin, here's the last thing I'll say, and then we can move on. You, the, the question is Titans winning a Super Bowl. The Titans can't do that against Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. They'll outscore the mentality. I, they can't keep up. They'll get up 14 points. And the Titans then cannot rely on their run-first mentality. That's why the answer is no. I, I just... It's the situation that they're in. That's fine. Also, uh, let's give uh, a little bit of respect to that Cincinnati Bengals defense. I mean, good God. They just eat people alive. That and and the offensive line played stellar with like three guys out. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I bet on the Bills is because I did not expect the Bengals offensive line. And look, the Bills defense played like hesitant. I don't know why, but... The the Bengals offensive line with three guys out, that was very impressive. Very, very impressive. All right, Zach, A to Z Sports here live. We're about to uh, play this video. I, I'm going to play this video first now, and then we're going to ask you guys this question because this is a big deal. So Josh Allen's was incomplete. What was Josh Dobbs's? Was it incomplete or a fumble? Here is uh, the video first uh, so you guys can answer this question in the chat. Uh, so here it is, right? So Josh Allen's was an incomplete pass. 
Josh Dobbs's was ruled as a fumble. We've all seen the play now dozens, maybe hundreds of times. Josh Allen's was incomplete. Dobbs was a fumble. What should it have been? Should Josh Dobbs's play would have been incomplete or should it have been a fumble? But first, let me tell everybody about Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, there's one place to call. That is Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation. Their number is 800-800-4600. They uh, will go battle the insurance company and get you all the money you deserve for that unfortunate event of being hurt in a car accident. They've recovered over a billion dollars for their clients across the state of Tennessee and in Kentucky for 30 plus years. And we'll do the same thing for you. They're, they're trusted by the Tennessee Titans as the official injury lawyers of that franchise and of A to Z sports. So call them for a free case consultation. If you've been hurt in a car accident, that's Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers, principal office in Nashville, Tennessee. A to Z Sports were powered by BetMGM. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports when you sign up for new, if you're a new user. They're the king of sports books, and BetMGM has got you covered. Download the app when it comes to your Apple or Android store. They are the official sports book of the National Predators, their official sports book of A to Z Sports Mornings. And it includes NHL one game parlay insurance up to $25 back on a four plus leg parlay. If one of those legs falls short, you get that insurance that's BetMGM. Download the app today. All right, Zach, I'm going to send you to the chat. There's a lot of comments. I'm just going to play the video again. So Josh Allen's on the left was ruled incomplete after a long review where Josh Dobbs was ruled as a fumble and barely had any time uh, taken off that clock to review. So I'll send you to the chat. Was Dobbs incomplete or was it a fumble? Let's see here, scrolling down, lots of, of comments. Time. Both incomplete. Dobbs got robs. Dobbs was clearly a fumble coming on for Donald. Uh, superstar foul coming in from Steven. Should have been a fumble from uh, Kevin. Incomplete pass from Dobbs uh, from Will Tennessee. So does Grim Jim. He thinks that, that was an incomplete pass. Both should have been fumbles from Andre. Now that, uh, I think I'm kind of leaning more towards that. Adam says incomplete pass. Both fumbles for me from our guy Ian. Incomplete pass from Kenny. Dobbs was an incomplete pass. It was a fumble, but so was Allen's. Correct call for each situation from Corey. Okay. Oh. Uh, that was That's unique. I mean, this really? is why we've got a lot of different. Both were fumbles. Yeah. Depends on which ref was calling it. I mean, it is, you know, it's a judgment call. Let's be... It's so close, man. So I, I think that I think that both were fumbles. That is my answer. Uh, I think that the the Josh Allen call surprised me when they called that incomplete. I did not think that that was an incomplete path pass. I thought both of them were fumbles at the time that they happened. Uh, so I actually I call bad call on the refs in Buffalo. Both are fumbles unfortunate but that is the case because Dobbs and here's my thing Dobbs did not have full grip on the ball as it was coming out of his hands and I don't think neither did Allen these are both fumbles both Josh's fumble the football I mean it's pretty clear to me too Zach I absolutely agree but I also think Josh Dobbs has every right to be pissed off 
because this isn't the only one. There was a call that happened over the last couple of weeks. Another one that was very similar where the quarterback got the benefit of the doubt to be an incomplete pass. Josh Dobbs fumbled, but he has every right to be pissed about how Josh Allen got that call. And it, it just, and Clint says, if the ball goes over 10 yards, it's not a fumble. Clint, yeah, it can be. And that, you know, if like, here's my protein bottle, right? So if I'm throwing this and I throw it, but it gets knocked out of my hand and in the process, my hand going forward knocks the, the ball forward. Yeah, it can go forward if it's a fumble because that's exactly what happened with Josh Dobbs. They're both fumbles. But I whoever commented the the uh, superstar penalty was also right too because Josh Allen got that extra benefit because his name is Allen and Dobbs' name is Dobbs, which I, I don't think is fair. But Josh Dobbs should be pissed. Yeah, well, and and moment, right? I mean, the, both were huge moments, right? Both were but different. Playoff. Yes, but well, there that, were big yeah, moments. But the, the Titans and the Jags is a playoff that, game, but that, it's, it's it not was, defined as a you, playoff. I game. mean, it. Look at that moment. The moment of that. Josh oh no, Bob's the, the impact of it was huge. Yes. Yes. But I, you know, Bengals, Bills, Jags, Titans. There's a difference, and. You know, I, it goes to what you said, and it goes to the chat of it's Josh Allen. Josh Allen is the face of you know the NFL or one of them, right? Like that's why Josh Dobbs was a practice squad guy five weeks ago. But here's the problem: it shouldn't matter. The NFL officiating, but it does. It, no, it always but, will. But, LeBron so James but, getting fouled compared to you know somebody else is a difference. So. But this is just the entirety of what Mike Vrabel was so pissed off about the entire year was inconsistency when it comes to officiating. Because remember what uh, we brought up with the Traylon Burks hit against the Eagles from Epps? Marcus Epps drilled Traylon Burks in the face mask with his helmet and shoulder with the player being a uh, defenseless receiver in the end zone. And there was a 15-yard penalty on a touchdown. The Eagles uh, were burnt nothing by it. Where in primetime games throughout the season, Chris Sims went and did this on NBC. In primetime games, a similar play happened, and four players got ejected because of a hit like that. And Marcus Epps' hit happened in a noon window with eight games going on. And so the NFL has a has several examples of messing things up and messing things up and paying more attention to bigger market, higher profile moments and letting other moments slide. And well, the both Josh of these Dob were in prime time. I think that it comes down to, they got Josh Allen's wrong. Yeah, but it was also Josh Allen. And so Josh Allen got the benefit of the doubt. Well, and it's, they're different plays. Like they're, look at, they are. They're hit different. Look at where the the player is. Go play it. Play it again. Look at the difference of it. One is coming front. One is coming from the back. They're two different like situations. They're I, not. I, they are not the same in that sense. I think it's even more clear that Allen. I think Dobbs's is more controversial. I think Allen's is even more clear fumble because of that. I look. I think they got the call wrong, but. I, I again, I, the, the NFL coming factor is clarity, you know, like I, I don't know. 
the NFL has a problem with its officiating. But they're and, always and, going to. That's and, yes, but and it does. But it also doesn't matter how many times anybody tweets at NFL officiating or how many times Mike Vrabel says in a press conference, tweet them at NFL officiating. They're not going to do anything about it uh, to accept responsibility and accountability. Look, I do think that there is preferential treatment for superstars, but that's how life works. It's just how the world works. Is it right? Is it fair? No, it's not. Should pretty girls get out of speeding tickets? No, they shouldn't. But it happens. Like, so we also have to, there is a pill that we have to swallow that I think we all understand. It's not right. But, and we agree, both should have been fumbles. They weren't yeah. incomplete passes. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I can't wait for next year to be more aggravated at inconsistencies with officiating. You know, there's also a thing where, you know, NFL uh, officiating crews are put together for playoff games that are the highest graded guys uh, or pers- people at each position of officials, but they're, they don't work together. You know, there's a lot of, you know, guys and gals, of officials working together for the first time in NFL games that is also a bit concerning, even if they're the highest-graded refs at their spots. And Jody's kind of right. The Titans are ug- the ugly girl every year. I mean, it kind of seems like that. And I'm not pulling saying that they don't get, you know, calls or anything but like that. But the best example, Austin, was this year, Early in the year, the Bucks played the Falcons. I don't know if you remember this. It was in Tampa, and they called a roughing the passer on Tom Brady. That was mm-hmm. like the worst oh. call of the year. Yeah. It was the worst call of the year, and prevented the Falcons from winning that game, yep. and and helping the Bucks actually, you know, get be victorious. Mm-hmm. That's the example of what we're talking about. And I, I will add this on a positive note for the refs or the league. I thought the league did a very good job of helping the refs in their ear if it was incomplete. Uh, it's incomplete. The call the call actually on the field is incomplete instead of a fumble, right? Mm-hmm. I thought they got to the, the umpire's ear very quickly to help speed the game up. And, and I think that the games were shorter this year because of that. So they did do something right, but they're always yeah. going to have problems because it's judgment. You know, it's human error. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just real. It's real tough when, when it decides uh, something as massive as what that Josh Dobbs play did decide. It is. Yeah, I mean, it, it was complete flip, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. A to Z here on this Monday. Let's wrap up the show. Had a great show. Again, we're going to talk a lot more throughout the entire week about what Rand Carthon had to say, what Mike Vrabel had to say throughout that press conference uh, when he had his spots to, to answer some questions too. Uh, but Zach, let's wrap up this Monday with an ask me anything topic, but first tell us about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your new ride. That's wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Look at the bottom of the screen. You can see the Palisade, the, the sleek Sonata, which is a four-door sedan, Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. That's wilsoncountyhyundai.com. wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Go online, look at their inventory, see what they have, see what they have to offer. Wilson County Hyundai has been in business for quite some time. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up with a great deal. Visit wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Download that BetMGM app. If you've already got it downloaded, you can opt in to a great NHL one-game parlay insurance 
feature with the BetMGM app that's 25 bucks back in insurance if your NHL one-game parlay of four legs or more falls just one leg short. Also, shout out to BetMGM for officially becoming the uh, official sportsbook partner of the Nashville Predators in town here in Nashville in the state of Tennessee as well. Uh, so shout out to BetMGM right there. So, Zach, the Ask Me Anything topic to wrap us up on this Monday. What you got for us today? I'm actually going to give credit to a, an old foe of mine. Ah. Taylor Lewan. Okay. Lewan had a good question on Twitter that I wanted to bring up. All right. And he had a poll that says, worst move after flight, rushing to the front or clap landing? A lot of votes. I'll tell you the, the results later on, but I want to get everybody's organic opinion. Worst move after a flight, rushing to the front or clap landing? And then I have another overarching question. Out of those two, Austin, what would you go with? Uh, I think, you know, the clapping on landing is, you know, it, it. I think it's kind of something that's outdated maybe for a few decades because of the, the you know, the ease of that situation. But it's also short-lived. <laughs> like, you're not clapping that long. <laughs> Rushing to the front is the dumbest thing you could possibly do uh, in or around an airport. And that's what, you know, makes me frustrated. So rushing to the front should win this in a landslide. And it did. I think it was close to 70% yeah, yeah. Um, of that. So I, I I thought that was too easy of a question. So I'm going to open okay. it up. I'm opening it up. What's the worst move on a flight? What's the worst overall? What's the worst move on a flight? And, you know, that, that could be a lot of different things. So I'm curious what the chat has to say, say about this. What's the worst move on a flight? I've got a couple pretty bad ones. That's interesting. Um, on just once you're on the plane, right? Yes. Not airport, not terminal. Correct. On the plane. On the plane. <clears throat> I mean, uh, rushing to the front after landing is pretty bad. So, I mean, David says crop dusting. Um. I think reclining your chair without asking. I mean, I even think asking the person behind you is kind of rude. Ooh, Cindy, I've, I've never seen removing shoes. Removing right? shoes is bad. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. I, I think, I think if we're, if we're taking away rushing to the front after landing, I think reclining your chair is just an overall selfish move. So here, here are my two big ones. Somebody eating a full meal on the flight, like that they have purchased, that they didn't eat actual in the, the airport, and they've brought their to-go to sit right next to you and open up. And like, if it's Chili's, you, it reeks of Chili's. If it's Burger King, it reeks of Burger King. Egg salad sandwiches. It reeks of Arby's. Like that is the my number one, like kill me now, like mentality. If somebody does that, it is because it's inconsiderate. You're not talking. Nobody about wants snacks. to smell the onions on your big K double whopper. You're talking about like hot meals. Yeah, hot meals. Snacks. Yeah, yeah. snacks are fine. I mean, they give you snacks, right? Because snacks don't have sense. But the worst move is that hot meals. Coming in close is funny guy flight attendant. The funny guy flight attendant <laughs> is awful, horrendous. 
You know, he gets up there and he's, you know what he's doing. I mean, I've had people, I've had, I fly quite a bit. I've had flight attendants play music over their phone in a delay. Mm. But the funny guy flight attendant, I turn on my sound canceling headphones and just like try to, to, to knock it out. Yeah. I mean, it's people who try too hard in general are, are just, you know. Are, are just tough to deal with in situations. It's just like, do less, man. Like, no, nobody needs this. Like, you know, I, yeah, there, I, I'm trying to remember. I think I've had one flight attendant that was like legitimately actually funny and was good. And I appreciate it. But the majority, high majority are swings and misses. Billy, he'd never been on a plane and won't. And won't. So maybe fear of flying. You like John Madden. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, rushing to the front is just so stupid. But anyway, all right. Well, that's uh, that's Monday. Ask me anything. Somebody asked why are we talking about this? Yeah, because we just talk about anything at the end of Monday's show just to see what happens. And I think that was a good one. So Monday, ask me anything. Tomorrow will be Tuesday trivia to wrap up our shows each day with an end of show topic that's non-sports for the most part. But don't forget, we've got a ton of great Titans content on our YouTube channel. So check that out. A to Z Sports Nashville on YouTube. Like the show before you go. If you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching on YouTube, like the show before you go. We have a ton of Titans stuff up there on YouTube. And Buck Rising will be live once again tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime at 8 a.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Central Time. Zach and I'll be back tomorrow on a Tuesday morning. Appreciate it as always. Talk to you later. Adios.